Con- content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. Always. Always. You've been promoted <laughs> to always. That's yeah. how this works. Sarge is stuck in the South American jungles, crushing Coca under his feet, and maybe so for forever. That's a bummer. I'm, I'm also joined by the mysterious L. Hey, my beautiful babies. Yeah, Sarge isn't dead. He's just dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus I, never, I, I never fucking like that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, Sarge just had work commitments, and uh, unfortunately, we couldn't figure out. You know, scheduling anything with adults is impossible. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we we had been really just sort of like me and L had just lucked out aggressively that that he had a he had a weekday off, and my work would let me schedule to around that weekday. And and Sarge was cool too. And then uh, Sarge got like a real a real boy a real big boy job. And then they were like, "Hey, you have to work this day." And it's like, yeah, you fuck. can't take Hump Day off. I guess. Yes, you just can't so take weird. Wednesdays off arbitrarily. What kind of universe do you live in where Wednesday's a day off, idiot? And so that that was pretty much that. So yeah, it really sucked. But uh, retail. Every, oh. Everybody I know who works retail has got a fucked up schedule because retail's open on weekends. You know. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's. The casino industry is why I have Wednesdays open because I've got to be there on the weekend because when everyone else is off, I've got to be there uh, making sure that they're playing blackjack incorrectly, which... You're the weekend entertainment. I really am. Uh, (laughs) People often are just sort of like, how can people fall for QAnon? How do people... And I'm just like, work at a casino and just watch people staying on 15s against 10s all day. (laughs) Literally... We solved blackjack. Well, yeah, like, but you know, like we 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 deal in pretty woke circles, and we're not just supposed to look somebody dead in the so eye funny. and tell them with a straight face because this is the truth. Because lots of people are stupid and easy to trick. <laughs> like we're supposed to be a little more delicate than that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I just want to grab somebody by the shoulders and just be like, because they're stupid and or easy to trick. Yeah, and like, also- because because I know incredibly intelligent people that are easy to trick. Like, and like they're, they're not, they're like, you know, the two, the two are not perpetually intertwined. Lots of smart people could be hoodwinked by ding dings. It's like, some people are just trusting, a, you know, it's like it's an incredibly like weird phenomenon to watch somebody who is like, in theory, so like intellectually like punching down on this other person, but the person down at the bottom is really just like, yes, I have hoodwinked you and you are dumb. and also it kind of makes people get weird when they when when a person you consider to be of lower intelligence gets falls down a rabbit hole you're just like ah that's what that's where that dum-dum belongs so be it but then when one of one of your bros starts going down that rabbit hole you're like wait a minute no you're smart this isn't supposed to happen to you and it's like well like having intelligence on some level is still not a defense for this stuff. This stuff can still seep into you. And the trick to dealing with those people is the same across the board. You just pretend like they don't exist anymore. They're dead to you. Like Sarge (laughs) said to us. (laughs) Sorry, grandma. You used to be cool, but now you're dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think that's the position of the show. 
It might not even my my real position. No, we're talking about the bleach guy on this show, and I actually have a family member who who does the Miracle Manila solution. Comedy show, comedy. (laughs) It's funny. Uh, It's funny that they do that. Speaking of which, (laughs) before we get into all of our grim, actual Q and A related horseshit for the week, uh, the the audience can't see it, but our uh, permanent co-host, who's always been here, Haley, uh, has a Mm -hmm. uh, purple and black. Uh, gamer chair, which I am going oh. to use as a segue to talk about my Oppenheimer Barbie or quote unquote Barbenheimer weekend. Ooh, I want to hear about it. Mostly just because like Barbie is great. I do have some criticisms about the story. Like at one point, it just sort of felt like I was just no gonna, spoilers. My finger, my finger wagged at me. No, I'm not, I didn't. I'm not, get, I'm not, okay, I didn't get to see it. I went to go see the. I go. I went to go do Barbenheimer, and our theater fucking power out all the theaters out. And okay. I was next to a Sound of Freedom, and I was like, "Oh God, they're freaking out right now." Did you get but to yeah. see Oppenheimer? I didn't get to see anything because ah, the theater died. The theater, the theater was, died. was permanently broken. Were you, were yeah. you doing both back to back, or were you? Doing I was gonna different? try. <laughs> see, we didn't have that in us anyway. So, uh, uh, also, I'm not a monster. I wouldn't spoil any of these movies right now. But, but anyway, Barbara Hyper, great. <laughs> At some point, I felt like I was being lectured to. But you know, it's a movie about and for like a female demographic with a feminist message. So fuck me. Like, like, you know, aside from that, it has some minor story complaints that I think are like valid criticisms. Uh, but, you know, it's still like an eight and a half out of ten. Really. Fun. How are the outfits? Oh, it looks incredible. Top to bottom. Yes. Set, set design, all the outfits, uh, tons of great performances, like like an, it, the total package, like in terms of just like directing the visual presentation, like a ten out of ten. Like very good. Oppenheimer. I wouldn't fucking know. Because oh. we tried to do it the way that Christopher Nolan intended and go to our local IMAX theater, which I haven't been to in 15 years, and they haven't renovated it in 15 years. So it's still not a fine <laughs> seating, and the seats are all terrible. And if you're not there like an hour and a half early come to on get the one of the one of like the old center, cum. yeah. Well, I mean, the come whatever, I, I can do some come. <laughs> if you're not there an hour and a half early to get in line to get into the center of the theater, where you will be packed on all sides by people in tiny seats, like it, like not for the claustrophobic. If you're anywhere but that cherry position, you have all the same claustrophobia, but your viewing angle is impossible. You can't see anything. The like it was like, we were we were looking at a guy's face. He looked like Frankenstein because it was like a weird rectangle, like from our angle. It was fucking crazy. So we bailed on that. We were like bail. Uh, we we're just like fuck it. We'll just go home. We'll we'll try to we'll try to get through RRR on Netflix. Oh, awesome. And, uh, we got through half of it. It's great. It's just three hours, and at that point, yeah. we didn't have three hours. Uh, so it's on based. Monday, we were just like, all right, we got our tickets for Oppenheimer. We're going to go do it. We're going to go do it. And then I was at work and I got a text as I was boarding the train to make my commute to where the theater like is. Uh, it was just like, hey, I'm sick. Uh, Oppenheimer is cursed. We're calling it off. No one for us. <laughs> so my Barbenheimer weekend turned into just Barbie weekend. And you know what? Barbie was rad. So I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I'm not sure if I'll ever see Oppenheimer now. <laughs> M- did my- you did you watch any of the movie at all when you first went in? <laughs> no, the the face we were looking at was like you know it's it's an IMAX theater. There's like a guy who shows up to just be like, "Isn't our IMAX theater great?" Oh, Man, IMAX yeah. totally rules. And his he- his head was the one that was Frankenstein. I did I did not get to see a Frankenstein headed uh, Killian Murphy. You didn't get uh, to see if he hangs Stong. No, I mean that is the same theater where I got to see Watchmen. And oh, good. The, the good entire dog reason theater. we went there and we did go an hour and a half early to get the cherry seating is because, look, if we're going to watch a movie where a guy is in it for like 20% of the film with his just blue dick bouncing around, <laughs> we're going to go to IMAX and have a fun story about the big dick. 
<laughs> we also saw Beowulf at that theater for the same reason. Oh, Beowulf was like, ooh, yeah, CGI, CGI but... fully nude Angelina Jolie, huh? And it's just like, why? Well, I mean, she might as well be 30 feet tall. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see either movie. My mom saw Oppenheimer and was furious about the sex scene. She was just like, why? What was... happens? She was just like, it was totally uncalled for. I don't know why they did that. And I was nice. just, and I was just, I was like, hey, I, I, I couldn't, I can't explain you to you what the art, artist was going for with that, but I can explain it. it. It's because yeah. we have to see Cillian Murphy's, uh, we have to see what's packing down there. Both of them. But, who, like, who does he have sex with in this movie? Florence Pugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to see both of them naked. That's why this yeah, is movie. I'm fine with this. I'm not complaining. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and obviously, they, obviously, the actors didn't think it was out of pocket for part of the fucking experience. They did it, and they're big enough where they could have told pa- Christopher Nolan to fucking pound sand. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, I but see it. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the the like in, in her seventies mom review was no sir didn't like it. So that was <laughs> that's like my grandma. She's like, there was a sex scene. I didn't like it. <laughs> yes, that's, that's that's exactly it. That's literally it. Like I, I, I had problems like your old old man or your <laughs> own old man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like. I, I've certainly seen movies where there are like sex scenes and it's like they're gratuitous, um, and not even on purpose. You know, you watch a stupid slasher movie and a gratuitous sex scene happens, you're just like, okay, this is part of the genre. But <laughs> like sometimes you'll just be watching a regular drama and it'll just be like, and then they bowed aggressively on the hood of a Camaro, and you're like, what? I okay. <laughs> Uh, and I doubt Christopher Nolan has packed one of those into his movie. I bet that there is a reason for it. And if you're offended by the sight of Killian Murphy railing Florence Pugh, it's not going to matter to you uh, what part of the story that's connected to, what, like, what it's bringing to the table otherwise, you know? It's just like, yeah. oh my god, I like to see Killian Murphy's balls and I don't like it. I'll have to be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll look at him. I've always been a big fan of celebrity nudity. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things about Doja Cat. Doja Cat's just like, yeah, hey, look at my breasts. They're great. And it's just I like, love Doja, Doja Cat. You're the best. <laughs> Problematic <laughs> fave, maybe? I, I think she's... Ma- Is she she's pro- I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I like her. And I like that she's kind of baiting the people that are Satan, uh, sat- like, like satanic panicking her right now. Uh, she's oh, yeah, like, she, she, she's doing the Kesha, which I highly recommend. When, yeah, she's when, kind when, of baiting when, them a bit with it and like I don't know about that. Did Kesha's career trajectory end up with suing a highly renowned producer for uh, rape oh, yeah, and then losing that. her career forever or whatever? Oh, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, I, I haven't seen Kesha in a while. I think I know. because I think it's because Dr. Luke or whatever his name we is. We are team Kesha. Juice. Yeah. I mean, but, I think Kesha's music is fiercely mediocre, but I am pro team <laughs> anyone like speaking out against their fucking abuser. Like, I had yeah, some I, party I can... song out that when I was like, like a teenager that I thought was a bop because it was a party song. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any song any song is great if you're hammered and there's bass in it. You're just like, oh my god, it's great. Like, how do you explain every hair metal band, Bazinga? Okay, technically we're a QAnon podcast, so we should probably move on. Yeah, we should talk, we like. not talk about. Why, why, why would we use our podcast time to talk about things we like, but we could instead talk about QAnon, a thing that only Mike likes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, yeah and, and I and I truly love QAnon. It's it's my favorite thing in the world. I'm totally pilled. I know. But well, hey, you you get you, it's a it's a love hate relationship. You know, you're hate fucking QAnon. <laughs> well, let's begin that process in the amuse bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. 
All right, gang. Right before we started recording, Mike Rains told me that there was some Rudy Tooty breaking Bushy. Uh, and I don't know what it's about, but apparently it involves our buddy friend, uh, our buddy friend, our buddy friend, Rudy Giuliani, and our uh, friend buddy, Hunter Biden, who's the Tootie and the Rudy Tootie. Get it? Well, uh, yeah, well, they are separate, but uh, Rudy, they're both okay. doing. I, 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 this. We're not going to do this off the show. We're going to do this right now. When you give me headlines like this, you have to, you can't, there can't be a subtle context. Okay. You can't mash two people together and give it to me in one sous-saw and expect me to understand <laughs> that they're two separate items. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really my fault. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a breaking bush item. It's two smashed together. Here you go. I'm serving this up to you. Write a headline for you. There you go. <laughs> you get you get off on correcting me on air, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so I guess we have two separate uh, separate bush items. So I'll let Mike uh, untangle this mess for us. No problem. But no, the the the, uh, the Hunter Biden thing is a real quick thing because. Hunter was supposed to go to court today to uh, plead guilty in the plea deal that he had been agreed to. And then there was some uh, scuttlebutt and out of nowhere, it became this thing where the plea deal was off that Hunter Biden was going to just be, um, was going to be like charged for his crimes and that whatever deal he was going to get where there was going to be no jail time was going to be removed. And then uh, it, then re-breaking news came out saying that the plea deal was back on, but that the only uh, thing that was added to the plea deal was the fact that Hunter can be tried later for unrelated crimes if that is something that needs to be done. Which Talk too big. Which I didn't know that you had to specify that you could be tried for other crimes when you do a plea deal for certain crimes. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. Uh, What's so- the crimes? What do you do? Yeah, so it's, it's like the assumption here that, like, you know, he did a bunch of coke and then didn't pay his taxes, and I was catching a plea for not paying his taxes, but they're just like, hey, buddy, we might still get you for that coke later. That could be, but who knows? So, yeah, basically they were like, for stuff unrelated to the taxes and the gun charge, we may be able to try you for that at some ill-defined point in the future that you haven't been charged for. And basically Hunter Biden was like, fucking, I don't care. I just want to get this over with. So between the Hunter Biden thing and the way that Trump's been treated, I think that there might be a difference in our law system if you have money. <laughs> There's a two so Like the other day, my coworker and I were talking about how it's just like, did you hear that 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 former president Mr. Trump was served a letter telling him that he was going to be like indicted at some point? That's insane. It's just like, yeah, I don't think we get a letter for that. I think a cop just shows up, puts his knee on our back, and throws some cuffs on us. Yeah. <laughs> And that's if you're white. If you're not white, they just shoot you to death. They'll kick open your door while you're sleeping and shoot you to death. They hope you did a crime. Yeah, yeah just oh, man. I really hope I murdered the right the right non-white person because if I if I didn't, I might get into a skosh of trouble. Uh, that's a yeah. lot of paperwork I'm gonna have to do. Oh no, yeah. So uh, there was this fleeting like half hour of excitement in the right wing in QAnon that Hunter Biden was gonna go crack rocks. In, in a supermax, and then that vanished oh, away. Like, like that, am I right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, uh, Haley is wearing the Biden cocaine shirt today for the Theater of the Mind people. I think she's posted that on social media previously. It so, says yeah. Biden, but the I is a rolled up dollar bill, and the E is three lines of cocaine. Yes. This was like a... Powder, excuse me, it could be anything. Yeah, it could be like baby Tylenol, whatever. Yep. Are they... Yeah. They cut that shit with so much crap nowadays. 
Uh, but yeah, there was like some like far right legislators in Arizona that were like, this should be the Biden logo. And I was like, it should be. That's a sick logo. So I took it and put it on a tie dye shirt. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, that, that's how Dark Brandon started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, it's like, yeah. hey, we, we lost woke in that exchange where they think is a big problem. Like, it's unfortunate <laughs> that, that, like, during the draft, they got woke. But we did pick up Dark Brandon, and it's not nothing. No. I love political meme shirts. I have a Hunter Biden hookers and blow shirt, and it's a photo of him, like, smoking crack in the bathtub. It's it's a photo of him just living his incredible life. That's just being a, cool. That's only under scrutiny because the he's like the son of the president. Even though it's like, like, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm just gonna how do they it. try to make the uh, him sliding down the water slide naked with a bunch of like babes around him like scandalous. And I'm like, that looks fun. Yeah, exactly. Looks like a party. I mean, well, because there are two types of people in the world: <laughs> people that think controlled substances and like sex work slash just sex in general are bad. And then other people who are cool. Yeah, and, I'm smoking weed uh, right now. I'm pretty <laughs> like, cool. So, like, you know, I think it's just like, is this is the is that technically illegal? Yeah, sure. I mean, all right, let's do it. That's a discussion we should have. But yes, technically, currently, yes, it's illegal. But I don't know if that's really the sort of crime we should be trying to make big to do about. You know? Yeah. 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 So, so that was our boy Hunter's uh, de- dealings with the law and plea deals. Uh, on the other side of things, our boy Rudy um, has decided that he is admitting that two of the things that he said about those poor women that were in doing the uh, ballot. Ruby Freeman to- and yeah. her daughter, Shay Moss. Yes. Yes. Rudy Freeman and Shay Moss. Uh, Rudy has now admitted that two of the things he said about them were lies. He's just like, look, I was lying about those two things. Um, or I will not contest that. But. I still don't think me saying those terrible things about those women were was defamatory and would no, their in- lives were ruined. Those women were serially harassed. Oh yeah, and had to flee their homes. Oh yeah, all of Kanye's that. like assistant was in on that one. That was the one that was. Remember how like Kanye was kind of in on the stop the steal stuff through like an assistant. Yep. Like, oh yeah. Uh, that was who the assistant was like targeting was Ruby Freeman, and it's like yeah, those women like their lives were fucking ruined. And now. I've seen some people actually like the Freeman campus come out with a statement saying that this is big. We appreciate that this has happened, but this is but a step in the right direction. The important thing about all of this is what really is coming down here is that Rudy has been following the Alex Jones lawsuit playbook of refusing to, to refusing to comply with discovery. Uh, discovery is the process where you have to give over your information to the other side and the other side has to do the same for you so that both sides know what the facts are as they go into court. And then you can have a battle over those legal issues. Rudy's just been not giving the Friedman camp all of the documents he's supposed to be giving them. And at one point he's like, I don't have the money to search for all those accounts to find them and see what's in them. I just can't do this, your honor. And the court's been like, no, fucking give us the shit. Yo, and, I do not believe I need to turn over these documents because they make me look powerful guilty. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Lord, how guilty these documents make me look. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Rudy is in this Rudy's in this pickle where apparently like he he's claiming he's broke and that's why he can't find the documents, but as as L just said, it's probably because the documents make him look really fucking guilty and open him up to way more criminal Powerful liability. guilty. Yes, powerful guilty. And so this attempt to just declare, look, those things I said were bullshit. It's an attempt to get around discovery, to make it so that now you don't have to go looking for all that, those terrible things that I said in all these emails and whatever else that I refuse to uh, refuse to give the court because on the evidence of the case, I've already admitted I'm in the wrong. So please, for the love of God, do not make me comply with discovery. So uh, to the judge in this case, please make Rudy comply with discovery. Fuck him. All of this bullshit. I want all of his dirty laundry aired and hopefully it destroys him and and maybe takes down his boy Trump with him. So that'd be great. So, yeah. Isn't he already mostly destroyed, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, he he's the guy doing like fucking two hundred and fifty dollar cameos on that website. Like he's the, <laughs> he's the saddest, brokest boy in the world with his fucking uh, car oil dripping out of his hair while he's America's like, mayor. Oh God, man! Like, man, way, way to technically be the mayor of New York during nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> it, it literally anybody who was in that position at that time would have turned into a temporary hero overnight. Oh my God, yeah, just the most sympathetic figure ever. Just, yeah. yeah. Go take well, a photo on the rubble, and you're a fucking insta hero. Oh yeah, as if you did anything. Yeah, yeah. W. Bush with the bullhorn, being like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna get the people that did this." And everyone's like, "Yeah, USA, USA." Yeah, so, they, they they even loved it when Mayor E. Newman did a "What me worry" on the rubble. Oh my god, <laughs> what a very specific joke. Okay, let's move on because our Bush <laughs> is sort of dragging. Uh, apparently, there has been uh, a cardiac arrest incident. I, it, now, now, Mike has got me gun shy. I don't want to try to delve too far into it. Mike, please tell me I'm not wrong. You yeah. are not wrong. Uh, LeBron James's son, LeBron James Jr., who is known uh, to the uh, by the by the world as Bro- as Bronny, uh, Bronny James uh, had a cardiac arrest while he was practicing at uh, U- USC, the college that he is now playing basketball for this year. And he was taken to the hospital. He was out of ICU pretty quickly. And uh, the James family thanked everybody for handling the situation and getting everything taken care of all lickety split. No harm. Everything's good. And of course. And story over. Everything was good. Nobody said nothing about why a young 18 year old man had a heart attack. There was no speculation. Uh, the owner of Twitter didn't fucking uh, do a winky winky naughty naughty about the de- the deadly COVID vaccines or anything like that. Nope. Everyone level headed, rational, calm, cool, and collected. Everybody said, "Get well soon, Sonny." Yep, get well soon, son. There's nothing nefarious about what happened to you. No idle speculation. Go. That's yes. what they said. Yes, that was the response. Okay, so on our next <laughs> boost topic, uh, Mike has. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah something I, about bleach uh yeah. no of course obviously yeah. anytime anybody falls ill for any reason nowadays there's a, a certain narrative that emerges and it's not too yeah this is the miracle mineral solution guy oh yeah but I, the one thing i really wanted to do quick about uh this is that myocarditis is not cardiac arrest when you have myocarditis you just don't have a heart attack which is 
what QAnon and all these people think. You get the vaccine, you have myocarditis, you have a heart attack. Myocarditis is inflammation of the heart, and it's just like a problem that you have with your heart where it's inflamed and you might have palpitations, you might have shortness of breath, things might happen, but you're not guaranteed to have cardiac arrest. Um, the um, Edward Rodriguez, the one of the pitchers of the Red Sox, got COVID, got myocarditis, had to just miss a whole season because he just couldn't exert himself because his heart was screwed up. Like, like there are uh, Keith Lee is a professional wrestler, had COVID, got myocarditis, nearly had to retire because his doctors were like, dude, you can't even jog without this like being bad. You just don't get uh, the vaccine, then do something and oh, heart attack, myocarditis, dead. It's just this ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds like the vaccine sometimes gives people large, passionate hearts. <laughs> <laughs> they should just move to Spain. It grinches them. They should just they should just move to Spain where they could do like flamenco dancing or whatever, like on a balcony with like a improbably big moon in the background. Also, yeah, sports people have fucking heart attacks sometimes. They put a lot of strain on their body. Remember Ziz? Oh. Never forget. I, I don't know who that is, but you I'm don't sure remember they, Ziz? You don't I'm know sure Ziz? That they got the vaccine. Is Z- that the name of Y Z Z mascot? from like 1996 no he's like a bodybuilder online he was like an e-boy before e-boys were a thing he was an e-boy and a bodybuilder yeah like a like an e-boy bodybuilder like he was incredibly ripped um and had like an online following back in like the early 2010s maybe before he died um and then he was he's like incredibly ripped like like sculpted body uh i had a lot of dude friends that were like myron on him you know that was the thing that he said often myron um rips is uh and he died in a sauna after his like workout he had a heart attack way oh, before the, the covid vaccine way before <laughs> I mean, he got it was a fired. different jab some jab you know oh yeah it was, jab. yeah it, it, honestly it, it, that guy probably would have been anti-vax <laughs> <laughs> yeah were you gonna get you with his strong forward jab uh shout out to the <laughs> listeners that remembers is yeah, I mean, even having been vividly described it by what sounded at times to be a pretty thirsty Haley, I, uh... <laughs> it's not, it's, it wasn't me, it's literally my dude friends were like, I literally want to show them, that they don't know anything about QAnon stuff, but I literally want to show them this bit, because they, they, this was like their man crush, they, like I said, they were Myron, which is what they often said, yeah. like, admiring Because them. he was ripped, I mean, he was just so ripped, he was ripped. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want to be him, was their perspective mm-hmm. on it. I think this was like a I do get that, little... I online subculture back in the day that's why i feel you know, whenever i look at idris elba i'm like dude, uh, you know I, I wish to god i was you <laughs> yeah like you know r slash the place like the little the reddit no, thing never mind what, what, what do you think of us you know what never mind <laughs> oh, wow dude how often do you think we'd be myron <laughs> <laughs> never mind moving on the guy yeah. that sells bleach uh <laughs> yes we're under the bleach now the bleach <laughs> Okay, so I had no like even at the time, no no bit. I had no idea what Mike was talking about when, when it came to this bush topic. He said bleach salesman sells bleach, and I was just like, okay, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So uh, literally for me, again, no bit, and for the audience, Mike, what, what the fuck are we talking about? So a Florida, uh, a federal jury in Miami found uh, Mark Grennan and his sons Jonathan Jordan and Joseph. Uh, were convicted of promoting and selling Miracle Mineral Solution, which is 
literally just bleach. It it's is... water mixed. I, okay, again, I have a family member that actually takes this. No offense to them. Yeah. We all fall in the rabbit holes at some point. Um, yeah, comedy show, etc. Yeah, etc. Um, but yeah, it's basically just literal water, and there's a little bit of bleach in there. There, it's nothing. It's literally like you're paying forty dollars for like a bottle of nothing, except uh, hurting your body. Yeah, because the because ble- now the big thing that the bleach drinkers will tell you is that it's not it's you have to take more bleach than this to be actually like lethal or damaging. Yeah, it's but, pretty weak. I threw it on clothes some one time. Yeah, but you're still you're still drinking bleach, and this has no medicinal properties. This doesn't help you. It's not a cure all, and. This miracle mineral solution can lead down some dark roads because on top of it being like a COVID cure and all this other stuff, there was a big period of time where this was a quote unquote cure for autism. So parents were giving this to their autistic children and some kids died as a result of this because the parents were overdosing them. So uh, yeah, this Florida family is continuing the long tradition of miracle mineral solution grifters trying to peddle this shit to people and uh these guys uh fucked around and found out because the federal government finally came at them and were like no you can't sell a toxic product as a miracle cure for all that ails you and so now uh these good people are hopefully going to jail for a good good amount of time yeah. Yeah. i don't know if i believe in big government stepping on those people's faith like that <laughs> that's what you have to do in that situation if you, if you get pitched for something like snake oil that's actual poison to people for a while you just have to be like well geez i guess the federal government just doesn't have enough faith in jesus christ as i do and then everyone's just like oh no that's uh what boo boo the government let them let them let them cook (laughs) yeah and uh what what l is saying here is actually what these people do they have used miracle mineral They've used Miracle Mineral Solution as a quote-unquote religious sacrament, and they created the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing. And that Drink is... the bleach of Christ. Yes, that is basically what this is. And uh, they claimed that it is a quote-unquote non-religious church, and uh, this was... Uh, and that was how they were trying to get around the regulations around I mean, Miracle. <laughs> beg your pardon? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a non-religious church. That, yeah, uh, my house is a, like my whole household is a non-religious church, and mm-hmm. since I guess we get to choose it, I would like to pick the piece where I'm tax exempt and leave all the other stuff. You, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah, but I will take, I will take tax exemption. And uh, these, uh, and because these these three men or four men were incredibly smart, super geniuses with big crinkly brains, uh, they represented themselves at trial. So, and that went about as well as you would expect because they were convicted for their crimes. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Only so, temporarily. But before the appeal, they're going to inject their miracle solution into the, their brainstem and turn into the leaders. And then they're <laughs> going to re-represent themselves and totally get off. I, I hope so. That'd be so great. I, I, I need supervillains that actually exist in our world with just giant green skulls. Be yeah, incredible. instead of just regular villains. Like, uh, our world is filled with regular villains. Our billionaires are so boring. Yes. None of, none of them have any animal-related pathos at all. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, uh, as an in- uh, I guess a reintroduction to our permanent co-host, Haley, who's always been here. It's time for what I'm assuming is going to be sort of a recurring segment, at least somewhere on the show. Uh, I'll just this throw week, it in whenever. It just happens to be in the boosh, and that's going to be our continuing uh, discussion about how Arizona is just like a fucked up place that's fucked up. 
Uh, so take it away, Haley. What's fucked up about Arizona this week? It's um, Sunday, 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 the greatest battle <laughs> of all time. Get your tickets now. Yeah, rock on. It's kind of cute related still. Um, okay, so the background is basically that there's this very explicitly Nazi student group at uh, the some of the colleges here in Arizona. Um, they call themselves College Republicans United, but they kind of do that to make it seem like they're the official Republican organization on the campuses when it's like there's like 10 of those guys, you know? <laughs> um they're like they're groipers they have like the nick fuentes flag on their table when they booth they wear the nick fuentes hat they're nick fuentes guys um they are having their national event and they invited nick fuentes to come speak um and the flyer came out and like the people on it were like a couple other fucking nazi pieces of shits and then the official maricopa yavapai and pima republican party here were listed on it and a few um, people that have Liz Harris, the lady that recently was expelled, um, and a few other people. Um, also, the Q shaman Jacob Chansley um, was listed on it, uh, and it's uh, like sponsored by this man who used to be a representative here named David Stringer. David Stringer is a fucking actual pedophile who was charged for content warning, um, sexually assaulting um, disabled black boys underage. Um, he used to like patrol around a park and just like rape kids. Um, uh, that was when he was like in Chicago or something, and then he fucked off and came to Arizona, started a new life, and decided to run for office here. Uh, when they found out he was a pedophile, he got uh, he got kicked out. They expelled his ass. Um, but he still kind of hangs around a little bit in the. He's a precinct committeeman, and he's sponsoring this event. He also has like a news site here. Um, but, anyways, so. It's like, okay, Mr. Q Shaman, you're doing this event with Nick Fuentes, who is, like, fully on the child bride shit right now, um, and David Stringer, who is, like, convicted pedophile, you know? Uh, so I, I added uh, Chansley. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, doing a event with a bunch of pedos, <laughs> you know? Isn't your whole, like... Don't you pretend that QAnon is like, oh, we're fighting uh, child trafficking, I don't know if he saw my tweet, but he, uh, not to give him a benefit of the doubt, it's obviously like a, you know. Cover your the, ass move after the fact. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so he responded pretty instantaneously. I don't know if he saw my tweet, but he was like, okay, what the heck? I didn't know I signed up for an event with a bunch of pedophiles. Uh, he's like, I didn't know Nick Fuentes said he wanted a 16-year-old wife. Uh, and then he asked the Twitter timeline, should I back out or should I do the event and blow this schmuck out of the water and expose him as a false prophet? Um, so then a couple days passed and he said he is going to go to the event, which is um, at the end of this week. It's still a secret. So, hey, listeners, if you know where it is, I hear it's in Prescott. Uh, I'd like to know where that hotel is. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then he uh, like tweeted that He's um, gonna like go do a debate with Fuentes 
um, on the topic of child marriage. So, wait a minute, <clears throat> but that that would imply that one of them has to be on the wrong side of that. That's what I was like. So there's like a debate here that you're doing. You're doing a debate. Are you saying that there's like? Yeah, I, I think you want to be calling that one a discussion on. <laughs> also, uh, not just like, hey, uh, whatever hotel is hosting because they got kicked out of their first hotel as soon as they found out they were hosting Nick Fuentes. Um, but it's like, uh, hey, hotel, not only you're hosting a Nazi, you're hosting a Nazi and the fucking Q shaman who stormed the Capitol, and they're gonna have a debate on the topic of like, should we fuck children? Well, Nick, again, Nick Fuentes is on the side of yes. I want yes, to have sex. With six, I want to have sex with a sixteen-year-old. That is something. And that, go ahead, continue. I, you know, I, like, he's he's said, like when I'm in my thirties, I think I want a sixteen-year-old wife. Like, like, so this isn't even in the whole Romeo and Juliet fucking thing where it's just high schoolers. No, he's just like when I hit my thirties, I want a teenage bride and a teenage bride under the age of eighteen. I just want this to be totally disgusting and horrifying. Yeah, and okay, so the guy, like I said, David Stringer is like the host, or he's the he's the sponsor for the event, the former representative, Pedo. Um, he actually wrote an article through the news site that he does run with the leader of this College Republicans United group, and they literally wrote like an article like defending Nick Fuentes' comments about wanting a child bride, saying like, oh, it's totally cool in some states, like what's, you know. So yeah, this is a real cool group of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, sounds, sounds like great. Had alpha males to me. Yeah, so so great. I I I love the idea of someone walking out of that conference hall, being like, "Man, Nick Flint has totally crushed the QAnon shaman about child brides. Woo! Yeah, they're so cool. It's like, what? What the? F- oh my god! Just- yeah, cool new." Uh, cool new trajectory that the gripers are on the griper nazis are just like yeah we're nazis and we also like kids that's our new talking point that we're yes. gonna be regularly pushing so anyway moving on yep look i mean <laughs> i'm sure that i'm sure that i don't have to point to these studies that i totally have that tell you how advanced and developed a 16 year old brain is so adult how dare you check me on this i get to continue to hate traffickers and what a 16 year old bride <laughs> Anyway, fuck those clowns. Again, like I said, everything's in a hammer, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean, guys? Like, a bunch of the Republicans that were on the list, after they found out that, like, Nick Fuentes was going to be there, they were like, we don't know how we got on here. Like, sure, buds. (laughs) Oh, man. I bet we're not going to talk about any Republicans and Nazis in the the news segment. That'll never Uh, happen. nope. Nope, no way. I mean, that would imply that Nazism is coming back, and that seems like a crazy thing because ah. it's America in 2023. Yeah, so I'm going to play the news bump, and boy, howdy, absolutely no Nazi stuff after this. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Leading news this week, Ron DeSantis is a Nazi, at least according to his new campaign ad. Oh, no. <laughs> Knock me over with a feather. <laughs> Yeah, so our boy uh, Ron DeSantis decided to double down on internet poisoned Nazi shit. He's online as, or his his team is online as fuck. Yeah, they're very channy. You know, they're oh, on the yeah. chans. 
yeah. So the so this this ad again involves a Wojak, and it starts with a sad Wojak who's watching Trump being all totally in favor of LGBTQ stuff, and they're just like, "Oh man, this sucks." And then DeSantis comes in, and Through he's the just door like, based. Yeah, and, and and it's just like, oh man, this is great. Like, uh, DeSantis really hates gay people. He's awesome. He's totally alpha and chat. And then, um, it's like showing rockets launch as if DeSantis launches rockets. Yeah, and it also has a bunch of like weird bikini babes, like just that are yeah. very subtly thrown in there. Aesthetic. Yeah, and so. After all of this, after all of this stuff, um, the video was not as weird and nutty as the first video. But then, at the very end, and this is just what the fuck, uh, DeSantis is shown, and then the the state flag of Florida is behind him, and then the circle in the middle of the Florida state flag turns into a sonarad, a black sun. And our soldiers are seen marching towards it as DeSantis sort of melts into the background. And, and it you, holds for like eight seconds. It's yeah. not even like a flash. It's like, no, what up? Here you go. No, yeah, it, 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 I timed it. It is seven seconds of the video at the <laughs> end. It's just a spinning sonorad, which is, again, a Nazi symbol. There's no ambiguity about this. And it's just at the end of this video, they're like, Ron DeSantis is now leading what appears to be a Nazi army that is marching towards their Sonorad. It is oh. just, what the fuck are you doing? Also, this Florida is the Fourth Reich, Ron DeSantis, twenty twenty four. Yeah, the Florida Fourth Reich. Uh, but yeah, this is the same meme that Paul Gosar has previously gotten kind of semi in trouble for. Not the AOC execution one, but this is a different one that kind of got him in trouble locally because um, he tweeted and deleted the exact same format meme. Because it's got it's 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 kind of known in in right wing circles. Like it used to have little dark age on it, if you know that one. Uh, but ne- but this one had the the uh, other song, the lady. I forget. Yeah, yeah. I I would make a deal with God. Is the- um, but so yeah, Gosar shared this exact meme format, and it's kind of like, oh, you know, life is sucks and it's gay. Oh, base Chad comes in and then there's like the sun that comes up and like it's supposed to have the Sonnenrad there if you're like a Nazi, but Gosars didn't because his staffer, his group or Nazi staffer was smart enough to leave that part off. But there was like these replies that were like, oh, no spinny wheel, no spinny wheel. So it's like people know what it is if you're in these circles, like what you're signaling to and DeSantis didn't even like try to do the signaling. He's just like, here's a sonrad. <laughs> or his staffer. I, love, I, love <laughs> I just love the fact that Gosart, fucking Paul Gosart, smart enough to just make it a wink and a nod. Whereas DeSantis' staff is like, no, no winking and nodding, just outright explicit Nazi imagery. Just yeah. also, my favorite part is that the last time I checked, and maybe this is not true. Because uh, again, I'm not a political guy, and this is not a political show. It's a comedy show, etc. Uh <laughs> Roger Sanders is getting his ass beat. He's getting he's getting paddled by Trump still, isn't he? Yeah, like, is Trump just destroying him in the polls? Yeah. So it's just like, what? How how big of a bump do you think you're going for by just being like, oh man, we're losing. You know what? Let's come at his Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> that we'll, we'll we'll get the 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 big the big Nazi bump. 
Yes. <laughs> Apparently, they fired the staffer, but yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It is a it is a long. Well, there's a bunch yeah, of because artists. it was supposed to be a swastika. They're like, Dude, <laughs> they're like, come on, guy. They're like, nobody knows what the fuck that is. Like, it was supposed to be the real symbol. Like, yeah. yeah. Fuck son and rad. Go hard or go home. Let's yeah. go all the way. All of the language was in English. There wasn't a lick of German in it. What is fucking wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Nate Hawkman was the or Hotchman was the was quote unquote a communication staffer. Now the thing about this was is originally it was believed that he just sort of disseminated this uh, commercial slash meme, but then it turned out he actually created it himself. He made it, and then he used some uh, either a burner Twitter account or a Twitter account run by a third party to get them to post it, and then he retweeted it. In order to get it, get it started signal boosting it and getting it out there, and he so he was very proud of his work. And uh, his work is now, um, Ron DeSantis is now two for two with disastrous internet ads that are fucking weird and internet poisoned. And this one is somehow worse than the first one because again, fucking Nazi. Seven seconds of delicious Nazism at the end of this thing. I, I, I just cannot imagine being some billionaire Republican who's just looking at Donald Trump and is soon to be over a hundred indictments and all of his crininess and the fact that Trump got his ass paddled by Biden four years ago. And I'm just like, fuck, how do we win back the white house? I know I'll start pumping tens of millions of dollars into this Ron DeSantis character. I like the cut of his jib and you're like, you're three months into the DeSantis campaign and you're just getting fucking 4chan Nazi shit day in and day out. You're just like, how? I, I, I gave you $10 million. What the fuck are you doing with my money, you stupid piece of shit? Like, well, I mean, and his disastrous Nazi campaign is coming off of the heels of his, like, decision to uh, just sue the nation's largest beer manufacturer after deciding to <laughs> sue and fuck with the Walt Disney Corporation. <laughs> It was just just like a baffling series of unpopular opinions. Like, I guess the people around him in Florida, like his sycophants, like really like it. But he's immune to the reality of the situation that outside of that circle, people like beer and Disney. Like, they're both pretty popular things. And especially because there's no legal, you don't really have a legal leg to stand on to just be like, you know what? Florida, Florida gives you guys a lot of money. And you went and you made a commercial that we don't like. So we're suing you. That's that's not a legal argument. Like you don't get to sue be like it's it's only poisonous to the brand because you make it poisonous to the brand. You can't be like, hey, you made a thing that we didn't like, and then we made sure that it, it damaged the brand, and now we're gonna sue you for damaging the brand. Like that's like <laughs> what? That's fucking insane. It's so dumb. I, 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 your neighbor, am going to burn your house down. And then after I burn your house down, I'm going to sue, sue you for devaluing the property value. Yeah, dude, my property value is shit now thanks to your fucking bombed out house that I burned down. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you, you piece of shit? The I'm fucking, totally gonna... like, the Homeowners Association shit clearly states you can't have burned out rubble in your yard for more than 24 hours. Yes. And I just lit your house on fire like a day ago, so I know it's been too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, man, you should also do something about these dark, cu- these dark carcasses, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got the paperwork right here. <laughs> oh man, it's it's so amazing that we literally spent a year with everyone being like Ron DeSantis, the Republican height, the Republican hope. He's the smarter Trump. He's everything Trump was, but just better in every imaginable way. And 
the dude is probably going to drop out of the presidential race before New Hampshire. I mean, truly, he is... truly Ron DeSantis is the Russian army of Trump opponents. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this guy's so, so burly and strong, and he's clearly going to get the job done when he goes for it, and then uh, goes for it. It just trips over not his own dick, but some other thing, and just fucking falls on his face. <laughs> so crazy. God. Oh, man. Yeah. So fuck that clown. I'm glad that coming out of the pandemic, we are all as a society starting to realize just how fragile and terrible everybody's like perceived power is. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, God, I hope it never happens to America because that's the country I live in. But it's going to happen to other countries so far as a real treat. Yeah. It'd be like really funny if China invaded Taiwan and Taiwan just fucking bodied them. It's like. If they go over this naval invasion, just Taiwan just sinks all of their boats, and it's just like, no, we stand strong against China. And China's like, no, we had soldiers with 12 pack abs. How could we lose? Yeah, and then it would come out that they spent too much of their fucking military budget on this incredibly rigorous training regiment to get their Chinese soldiers to look great on camera. <laughs> and, and, and not enough money on actual boats and planes. So it's just like, yeah. Well, the, 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 well Garmin. Their rock hard body gets in the way of flying a plane. They're yes. too stiff. The G forces just destroy them. Oh, it's like shooting pebbles down a wind tunnel. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on from Ron DeSantis being a Nazi. Thank God. I mean, I'm sure we'll come back to it. And uh, we, we can say rest in power to the commander in chef, a joke which I am sure I have the first person to make uh, because apparently uh, President Obama's uh, chef died tragically in an accident. I saw a headline to this effect. But I yeah. think like the headline came like a, the the picture that was accompanied it was like a like a scenic seaside villa of some sort. So I don't know any specifics. Uh, Mike, did this guy get murdered like in a her cool pro row style mystery on some scenic island villa? That's what I heard. Uh, that is what QAnon's claiming because that really how... yes, that's so incredible. I'm so yeah, glad. he was Clinton sided except by Obama. That's the yeah. That's but, but you know, at the like, oh, Obama wanted it done, but we all know that he had to kiss the Clinton ring to get it done. Yeah, he, you know, Obama, the Clintons are the most powerful couple in the world. If I someone dies like, within your vicinity, if you're an Obama or a, a, a Clinton, it's just like you were murdered. It's murdered. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think what happened was Obama really wanted to kill this chef, but he was just too much of a coward to do it. And Hillary was like, fine, you big baby. And she's like, got out like her piano wire and just like got to work. Cause Hillary- My God, maybe the Clintons tried to power word kill Bronny and it didn't work. <laughs> Seems likely. Maybe Bronny is the boy who lived. There was got a Clinton <laughs> Horcrux inside of him. That seems very likely. Uh, but anyways, uh, Tafari Campbell uh, was Obama's uh, chef in the White House and had then taken a job as an employee of the Obamas afterwards. He was discovered. Um, he, he basically had fallen off of a paddleboard and there was another paddleboarder in the vicinity who saw him fall off his paddleboard and then submerge after struggling to stay afloat. So obviously something happened, and uh, eventually they'll get to the bottom about what, how he died. If this was an accident where like he fell and hit, hurt himself, or if he suffered a medical event, bumped his head. Yeah, maybe bumped his head, or if this was a medical event that led to his drowning. However, it worked out. But according to QAnon, he was murdered by the Clintons or the Obamas or both of them. And well, that guy, the paddleboat, is in on it. <laughs> They had to stop oh. him before he could become the leader of a mercenary group and lead a coup against us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
there there are people the basis there are people out there who are now talking about how Obama was the second paddle border that it was he who paddled out killed this guy and then paddled back and was like oh yeah by the way I saw that guy totally fall off that uh that paddle board that was totally what happened uh this guy Obama in a mustache and the paddle oh board. yeah oh god yeah <laughs> Obama wearing the Groucho Marx glasses oh, that'd be so great um. <laughs> The, uh, this QAnon promoter posted a, a tweet saying, so Barack and Michelle are trying to flee. They're refusing to release the 911 calls. Their lawyer advised them not to speak. Chef was said to be revealing info. They always love talking about that. He was revealing recipes. Oh, he, 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 was, about, he was about to fund a documentary on child trafficking. Uh, Obama's a potentially second port- paddler. No one knows where Obama is. Oh, yeah. But Obama's on the run. Obama's on the land <laughs> right now. He's 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 in the wind. We we can't locate him. It's impossible <laughs> to find the former president. It's true. I heard that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that that wouldn't be like national news that a guy was found dead and the and the and the former president is now just running suddenly, seriously gone. He's in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the you know the the deep states editing out all the parts about Obama being on the run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, the rest just, of it is making headline news. And they're just like censoring out the part where it's just like, and then a like crazed Barack Obama like hopped up on the adrenaline that you can only get from killing a man, like sprinted into the Italian countryside. <laughs> yeah, Obama's just the Italian werewolf now, just, just hunting for more adrenochrome. Just, just he's, just, he's just the Italian Bam Margera, you know. Remember when he was when he was yes. just fucking wildly stalking the the woodlands of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, you you might be just like hanging out at your villa, and suddenly you're just like, "Hey, what's that like? Hey, like, is that somebody like climbing over my like, my like wall, like trying to get into my yard?" It's just, like you shine your flashlight over that direction, just Barack Obama just looks at you and hisses, <laughs> like a super skitter boy. Like, oh my god, he's real! Oh my god, <laughs> he sucked all of my goats. He's still out there. <laughs> The, the Baraka Cabra, it's real, it's here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, rest in peace, guy. It sucks that uh, your yeah, tragic death yeah. has stirred up a hornet's nest of stupid conspiracy theory bullshit. It's not your yeah. fault. It's just that people are stupid and easily tricked. Sorry yeah. to your family that will yes. now have to deal with this hell after dealing with the hell of your yeah, loss. The, the, the hell of your loss and is now compounded by the fact that your death is not part of a conspiracy. You now get to join the tragic ranks of the Sandy Hook families, Seth, uh, Seth Rich's family, and every other mass shootings family, where people run up to them and go, your kid didn't really die. I don't know what you're talking about. I love my guns. And it's just like, why? Why are you so fucking brain rotted that you think I'm trying to take your guns from you? I don't even know you. <laughs> uh, just, oh God. And it's well within your rights to hate Poseidon. From here out, yes, you know? yes. Mm-hmm. Curse, curse his name and offer him none of your treasures. No, Poseidon's kind of a bum. I, I, I wouldn't respect that guy, anyways. So, yeah. Speaking of yeah. bum losers, let's talk about Elon Musk, as we have to do every week because every Fucking week he does that a, another stupid dipshit thing. Uh, this week has been an exceptional stupid dipshit week for Mr. Musk, who's just like on like a personal one man race to the bottom, just an impossible free fall, wild to think about. Uh, and for the specifics, as always, I'll toss it over to Mike Rains. Mike, talk to us about everyone's favorite escapee from the Matrix, Elon Musk. Yeah. So uh, beyond just talking about LeBron James's kid potentially being uh, vax, and, vax injured, Elon has decided that he's going to rebrand Twitter as quote unquote X 
and that Twitter isn't just going to be Twitter. It is going to be Twitter, but also an <laughs> online bank that is going to handle all of your financial needs. I trust it. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, Jesus Christ, how with as smooth as Twitter's been running for under Elon's uh, steady leadership and powerful stewardship, who wouldn't want to give that man their social security number and all their banking info? Who, what fool wouldn't want to get in on X bank and start throwing around money uh, inside Elon's little playpen of cash? It is, this is, uh, some people have explained in a series of uh, posts on, on this thing called, you, that used to be called Twitter, but is now allegedly X, um, that this has been an obsession of Elon's literally since he was a wee boy with his daddy's apartheid emerald mine money. Uh, trying to make it in the, this big world where Elon had created a company called X and uh, Peter Thiel and some others, I believe, made a company called like Comidity or something like that. But basically the thing was, is both of these companies were nas- the nascent form of PayPal. And Thiel and his group were like, you know what we should do? We should focus on being able to have people send money to each other via email. We should work on doing internet money transfer. That should be the plan. And Musk was like, I want some sort of internet super bank. I want this crazy financial system on the web that is just starting now. And I want to do this thing. And so Teal and Musk merged their companies. And Teal was just sort of like, we're doing the PayPal thing. We're doing the money transfer thing. And Elon kept wanting to do the crazy internet bank thing the whole time. So eventually Teal and his buddies found out, oh, wait, Elon's losing us money hand over fist. His ridiculous idea cannot fucking work. No so, way. They sta- so they staged the coup. They removed Elon from like the company. And then they established PayPal as the money transferring system. We all know and love to this day. And Elon now gets the claim. Oh yeah. I was part of PayPal. I totally helped make that thing. And it's like, no, you actively were working so hard to destroy PayPal. It's not even funny. And the rest of the people involved in it had to remove you from it in order to turn it into what is now known as PayPal. So literally a million years ago, Musk wanted X bank on the internet and now cut to a million years later, he's doing it. He is just going to fucking turn Twitter into X bank. And we all get to enjoy that because the social media platform that we were using is going to die a death. And then the weirdest scam bank in the history of the internet is going to be created and then destroyed and probably taken over by federal regulators. Cause there's no fucking way Elon can run this thing properly. It is just a disaster. It's not even a disaster waiting to happen. It's just a disaster we're watching in real time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Only the best people will get their money siphoned because only the best people will trust that piece of shit platform to put their money in. And that was the original X. All my episodes. That was before SpaceX. And now Twitter X and his kids all X. And he's uh, uh, he's, he's just out and proud about it. He's just like, look, I love X. You know, I'm just an X-loving guy. I love the letter X. And it's like, dog, that is like a fascination that is just so cringe. I don't use that term very often, but just being <laughs> fascinated with the letter X. Isn't he naming the rooms like sexy 
experience. Like I, I heard that, but that has that can't possibly. Be okay, true. I was I like, mean, I mean, it might be true, but it also can't possibly be true. Because un- that unconfirmed by me. I don't know. I heard. Yeah. I don't trust anything on Twitter anymore. That, honestly, yeah, I did hear that same thing. And I mean, the room called sexy, especially like I mean, it's just like, is he just not hemorrhaging money fast enough? Does he want to get somebody <laughs> to like? Does he do like an HR lawsuit on his hands? For, <laughs> also, for did you see like, him not pay? To have the like when the sign was getting taken down to remove Twitter, he like didn't pay. Uh, yeah, he didn't, get, he didn't get the licenses. He didn't get yeah. The, yeah, he didn't get the permits for any of that stuff. And uh, right before that, we started recording the podcast. His new thing is he's going to major brand advertisers and basically telling them, if you don't pay for ads on Twitter, I can't promise that your intellectual property will be treated. Cr- fairly on twitter he's literally trying to extort brands into fucking buying ad space on his on his company because it's like oh uh bmw doesn't want to advertise on us i'll just make a fucking bmw parody account they'll be like bmw suck and they blow up if you drive them too fast and fuck them hashtag bmw is bad and you should not buy one that's great i mean i i hope to god that he's having those conversations via email where there's a nice big paper trail for it because it seems like he's just he's like grucer's millions in it like he just has to get rid of all of his money super fast and for reasons that we don't know like whatever deal he made with the devil for those hair plugs is running out and so now he just has to get rid of all of his money so he's just using twitter as an excuse to just hemorrhage it as fast as possible it i mean it is incredible just the, the, everything about this is so bizarre it's if you want, we're so obsessed with X Bank. You could have started that without throwing forty-four billion dollars into a fireplace to own Twitter. You didn't. Twitter didn't have to be a part of your bizarre global Ponzi scheme. You didn't have to. Buy how how fucking sad was? How fucking sad was Elon Musk the day that Bitcoin became a thing? Oh god! With, with like fucking Satoshi, whatever his name is, like you know, crept out of the darkness with his fake name and just did like a Bitcoin. And Elon Musk is just like, I wanted to do a, uh, I wanted to do on like commerce yeah i was gonna do a bitcoin <laughs> it was gonna be x coin it was gonna be yeah, the x coin it was gonna be so cool it's gonna come from the x chain <laughs> yes <laughs> my phone has just alerted me that shanae o'connor has died my mom's gonna be devastated nice yeah i'm sorry it's just, i got the alert it's like, why is my phone buzzing why does my phone news. alert me on that <laughs> Yeah, that's a strange alert to get. Breaking news for just for you. Dude, I got the said. weirdest alert. I got the reason why it was like breaking news. The reason why Lisa Marie Presley died revealed. And I'm like, why is this giving me this breaking news? <laughs> uh, yeah, strange. A lot of Americans really wanted to know about that. So, I yeah. guess. I don't get like real breaking news. Maybe my son is O'Connor is dead. We have to protect Amy Schumer because if she passes away, uh, who else is going to post HuffPo opinions, you know? <laughs> Or like we're gonna we're gonna hear straight from the straight from the word of Amy Schumer's mouth about parenting. Thank you, Huffington Post. That happens so often. I'm just like, what is up with what's up with you guys? It's like I got paid sponsorship, and then anytime yes. Shannon O'Connor did fucking. Oh my god, anything. is your phone also alerting you about it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's it's like an Amber Alert, but it's yeah, it's, like it's, she's, it's the Shannon Alert. Yeah, she's yeah. gone. <laughs> it's the Sinead Alert. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> 
Well, uh, uh, from that somber news, we should we want to hit the mailbag? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, I, yeah, I suppose so because I, I can't. I can't remember Sinead O'Connor's big single. So I, it's uh, like nothing compares to you. And well, I, just, I thought that's what it was, but I was not convinced yeah. enough. I had a bunch yeah. of jokes like loaded up for it, but I was just like, I'm not confident, <laughs> and I don't want to yeah. fuck this up, and I don't yeah. want to look it up. It, and then and then she tore that photo of the Pope because the Catholic Church is a bunch of pedophiles. So yeah. Now that I think about this, probably Q is going to think that Obama had Sinead O'Connor killed as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. raving Obama did it. Yes. Maybe for next week, everybody. Holy yeah. shit. Dude, nothing compares to the raving Obama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, off to the mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Here's the craziest call to action ever for our listeners. Uh, I l- look listen- artistically a kind of listener. I know you're out there, and I need a raving Obama logo for possible use of, like, a sticker or something. But the challenge is to do such a thing without it being racist. And I believe in you, the artistically inclined. Uh, so here's to hoping we can obtain such glory and such gold from you, the art, the people with, with artistic talent. And if not you, then use one of those AI prompts and try to find yeah, one that's hey, not racist. Hey, AI, I need an Obama Kaba. And it yeah. has to be not racist. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, Justin asks, "What's up with medbeds these days? Were they a big deal overall to an to anons, or are they just a blip?" So, I mean, this is a you question. I yeah. love the idea of a medbed. I mean, it's yeah. it's so it's so transmetropolitan. Um. So the medbed <laughs> thing is, it depends on what sector of QAnon you're in, because uh, there are the the quote unquote like serious QAnon people would roll their eyes and get super mad about med beds, and think that people promoting med beds are trying to make them all look like kooks and idiots and like make the make the movement look crazy. But if you get into the more science fictiony QAnon people, uh, those people are like, oh, med beds are totally real. The government's been hiding them from us for forever. Blah blah blah. Like it basically, I think like. Not that this would matter to like most people, but for those who are in this field, like Jordan Sather is kind of like the middle ground. He's like the bridge point between the quote unquote serious people and the medbed people because he probably believes in medbeds. But if you tried to talk about Iraqi dinars or Jasira Nisira, he'd scream at you about how those are scams. <laughs> so it's just like kind of weird thing where you have people who believe in future tech that's being suppressed. But at the same time, they'll be like, oh, no, those guys that are trying to sell you this uh, revalued currency, those are fucking bullshit artists. Fuck them. So how much med betting have you seen in Arizona QAnon? Um, well, the, the some of the, uh, the uh, Michael Protzman folks were in the med beds. Uh, I remember them kind of talking about it a bit, too. Oh yeah, negative forty eight was super med bed. JFK, yeah. was resu- JFK was resurrected four days after his assassination via med bed, which makes it literal god science. I mean, so yeah, and it's kind it, of a and bummer. It really explains why all of the politicians we know look the way they do, right? Oh yeah, it's just like oh, of course they have medical beds. Look at how perfect they appear. Oh yeah, they all look good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah really look, good. At, look at look at how absolutely dynamite they all are. Ugh. Have you seen Clinton lately? Hot. Oh Hot. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Nancy Pelosi, dime piece. <laughs> <laughs> Putting oh. the fine back in Feinstein, if you know what it means. <laughs> A little catwalk. 
Oh God! Yeah, I'm just okay. thinking Red, of uh, Red Bats, huh? Mm. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> thinking of uh, the the like irony, poison, cynical politician Twitter feed creating a genocracy uh, smash or smash or pass list, it just being just going through all these just horrifyingly decrepit corpses. To be fair, the, the one that they gave Mad Gates has been really successful at his forehead lengthening. Yes, so, I mean it's been it's been like a gradual process, but it does seem like it's getting it where he wants to be. One of these yeah. days, he'll look like the Greys that he admires so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dr. Initially says, uh, hopefully Sarge will be able to pop in from time to time. Question: With the release and boosting of ticket sales for the Grift, or I mean, Sound of Freedom, have you noticed more people getting into QAnon? Uh, Sarge dead does forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, in in the Hell World mythos, we are going to turn Sarge into the John McCain of our world. He will be now forever now known as No Name. We shall never speak of him again. He is... yeah. <laughs> but, I, I prefer my co-hosts unmissing. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I, yeah. I want them to be not missing. Yes. <laughs> so, um, as for the sound of freedom, I don't really think it pilled anybody. I think that it. The people who went into that movie pills just got what they wanted out of it. I think if you saw the movie, the thing is, is if you didn't, ha- if you didn't like stay for the Caviezel Weep Fest after it was over, I don't feel like the movie like really hits that hard because it's very boring. It's not a very well made movie, and you just are sort of like, man, those child traffickers are bad, and then they got arrested, which was good. But I, it, it, the connective tissue between QAnon and The Sound of Freedom is Jim Caviezel's media appearances and the right-wing shitbags around that. So if you're not already swimming in those waters, I don't think The Sound of Freedom pulls you into it very much. And if if, if it did... It's just a really sad movie. Right, it's just a sad, boring movie. And the thing is, is that even if the movie did like try to lure you into that stuff, if you like listen to Jim Caviezel for like five minutes, you're like, Wow, this this guy's off his fucking rocker. I would because because he's going too hard. Like if you're a QAnon person and you're trying to suck people into the movement, you got to go slow. You got to lead them into it. You can't just get on uh, get go on TV, TV or, or Steve Bannon's podcast and be like, Adrenochrome is real, and they get it by siphoning the blood out of children, and they're Ukrainian baby parts uh, houses all over Kiev and blah blah. It's like no, no, that's now you're scaring the normies, Jim. <laughs> Although a couple of my friends, I will admit this, uh, over the weekend they had to go to a function, and in that function, some people tried to like, tr- like they ensnare them in the web of going to see the Sound of Freedom. They were just like, "See the Sound of Freedom?" No. Oh, dude, you guys see Sound of Freedom? <laughs> <laughs> they texted me immediately. <laughs> like, oh, this just happened they tried to get us to do the thing <laughs> yeah all my friends whose parents have been going to see it they're like isn't this that movie you talked about <laughs> but I think it'll just mainly less like pill people uh, into QAnon and more like just kind of feed people's paranoia about children getting kidnapped Oh yeah, that I mentioned this before, but yeah, that was the thing. Is I had a bunch of like middle to older age women walking out of the theater in front of me, and they were like, "If I had a kid these days, I'd be terrified." And it's like, oh. yeah, that's 
Sorry, yeah. I, 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 like, uh, I, I was going to say I don't mean to derail you, but I do mean to derail you because I want to talk about a different thing real quick. Uh, although it's, it's circling back on something I believe we discussed on the podcast. In the, in the same pocket about talking about people being paranoid over baby kidnapping, that lady who allegedly went missing after finding that baby on the side of the road, didn't she just like turn up back at her house? I, like, I saw like a weird headline to the fact that she just like... She made it up. She just showed back up and was just like, yeah, I got abducted. And everyone was just like, that seems really unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> she admits she made it up. That was the last update I heard. The I wasn't really she... following that, but I was like, it was it was kind of like in the back of my on my TV. And I was yeah, like, what's I, I going on? It, I hadn't thought of it in a while, but it was something that, like I remember I was doing fucking bits and goose about it on the podcast about people just hiding in a bushes trying to lure people with a fake yeah. baby and it yep. turns out that that's essentially that is about as realistic as what actually happened which was nothing apparently it's just so funny to me paranoia over kids getting kidnapped is already pretty high yes. uh, which you know it, it is not helped by the fact that there are a lot of creepy weirdos out there kid, kidnapping kids and you know like that is a thing that does happen unfortunately but like, yeah. it's a scary time for people and then these assholes are taking advantage of people's like fears of being a parent and then you gotta make a like, sweet movie your about fears it. are true yeah. your children will be kidnapped <laughs> you know yeah the, 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 what always makes me laugh so much is these people post all these ridiculous things about like 200,000 kids are kidnapped every day it's like no they're not in like especially not in America because if I, if if something happens in Massachusetts where a kid goes missing, it is local news. It's like the lead story in on the six o'clock news that this eight year old has gone missing, and we have a police person talking. We have the family crying, trying to like telling people if there's any leads, please bring bring our child back. And imagining that happening like hundreds of thousands of times in a single day across this nation, it's like no. Yeah, you just get the kids into the auditorium about the first day of school, and you're just like, look to your left, look to your right. Before the end of the day, <laughs> all three of you will be kidnapped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as, a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the kidnapping happens now, and these, they, chop, they start grabbing Rounds kids out of the up. auditorium. Puts them in a up. container. They're, they're, they're all like a big cartoon net. It just gets yes. wasted up in the sky. It's just tangled yeah. limbs like the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Enjoy your being kidnapped. It's time to traffic you. Yeah. How many is that? 200 out of our 200,000 quota? Woo, we got a lot of work to do today. Yes. We have a lot of work to do uh, to kidnap 200,000 children. Yeah. yeah, that seems like a lot. I mean, maybe the world over. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, either way, everybody should be on team. Child trafficking is bad. You shouldn't need a movie to teach you that. And that's why the movie doesn't try to teach you that. It shows you how heroically against child trafficking these guys are. And it uses as a platform for the Jesus to sit down and go, now, you know what else I don't like? The following stuff. And you're supposed to look and nod and just be like, you know, I don't like that stuff either. It makes me uneasy. Yeah. And that is bad. And that is why we dunk on it. Despite the fact that it is an overwhelming smash hit. I believe the third biggest movie at the box office this week behind Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Although I will mention that uh, all the people that were like, like, go woke, go broke, and like Barbie's like made a trillion dollars, and is like, and for the record, is like maximum woke. It's incredibly woke. What a woke movie! <laughs> Although Laura Loomer claims it's not woke, that was awesome. We actually got like the anti woke like, commentary about Barbie from. Yeah, like, I saw like a Tipusa lady being like, "It's actually the only big budget movie I've ever seen that's pro motherhood." Like they're trying, <laughs> they like it. It's just you can say you like the fucking movie. It's fine. <laughs> 
Ben Shapiro isn't going to pop out of your bushes and hiss at you. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> while, Shapiro... while burning a Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Shapiro Cabra won't come for you. It's okay. <laughs> and it's like, look, man, one of two things is true. Either you bought that Barbie just to burn it, in which case Mattel does not care. They have your money. They don't care what you do with that Barbie afterwards. Or you have already owned that Barbie. And on top of the fact that, that means that you already gave Mattel your money, that opens like a whole other like host of questions. He, he just took his kid's Barbie? Barbie and burned it. Like, give me that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but like, what what message did he think Barbie was sending before that he was like so in favor of traditional yeah. femininity and and um uh curv- curvaceousness? I like the brand because it uh, <laughs> it's it makes it's going to make sure that my daughter becomes scientifically provably sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like okay, buddy, uh, let's move away from that. And he's just like just like the great President Trump. I want my daughter to be a total dime piece that I would love to fuck. Thank you. And it's just like, okay, nobody's asking you about that, buddy. We do not like that. Just say you bought the doll to burn it. For the love of God. Oh, God. Oh, man. Apparently, he made a second video that's an hour long. He made like a 42-minute video. And then he was like, I have not ranted about Barbie enough. I can still like outrage mind Barbie for another hour worth of video. It's just, it's, it, it's going to be like so weird to like, cause I mean, we, we I, I, I ripped on sound of freedom. I went after it, but it's going to be so weird to actually just be like mad at the mainstream media so much that you just literally have to hate something as banal as Barbie. You're just like the Barbie movie. Boo. I'm really <laughs> angry. And I have opinions about it that are strong. It's like, calm down. Well, the, the thing is, is that like, I think the movie kind of intentionally wants to court that sort of uh, that sort of outrage because the movie—it's like the movie has nothing to say. The movie has something very specific to say, and it says it in an incredibly specific way by essentially looking down the barrel of the camera and just saying it point blank to you uh, on top of the regular messaging that's in the movie. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but it's just like you know. The, the movie has a, a message, right? Like, the, Ben trying felt to, personally attacked is what they're you're trying saying. To, they're trying to get a point across to it. So, you can like, feel him in the seat crying. Yeah. Uh, watching the movie with like that part started to happen, the, Like, there was a distinct part in the movie where I was just like, yo, idiots are going to be really mad about Like, Idiots are going <laughs> to be so mad about this. They're going to be big mad about this part of the movie specifically. I was like, the rest of the movie they could probably overlook, but this part right here... Everyone's going to be like, this is where they went too far. And whether or not that's true is like up for debate. Uh, but I knew that it was going to make people big mad. And it sure did. So I guess congratulations, Greta Gerwig. I mean, there was no way she didn't know that was going to happen. That had to be her intent. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, she wanted to get that fucking response from people. The people that loved that message were going to be hooting and hollering and jumping out of their seat and seeing seeing Barbie like eight times. And then the people that hated it were going to fucking hate post on the internet and boost her signal. Seems like a win-win for me. Yeah. Uh, So uh, that was our smooth segue from the Sound of Freedom conversation into (laughs) the Barbenheimer talk. Uh, But anyways, thank you for the question. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, have you been, you have been hired to consult on developing a Q-friendly AI girlfriend simulator. Nautical themed wardrobe and conversation topics are already included. What other features do you suggest? 
Uh, I would suggest uh, torturing our uh, incel, weepy QAnon boy, uh, boy with the promise of intimacy down the future, so long as you just continue to buy the upgrades, continue to invest, continue to do all these other things that are super important. And that will actually get you to where you want to be, because... QAnon is all about the edging. QAnon is all about just being toyed with endlessly and being kept going. One thing that I'll mention is that QAnon has, in a sort of way, abandoned like the Trump presidency and Q. I read so much stuff nowadays, and it's just like, the world sucks, and everything's bad, and everything's terrible, and I'm mad about it. No one ever brings up the fact that their guy was already the president once and that that was a thing that happened uh so i i sort of agree with mike in that i believe your typical q incel would they they either want to be sort of like edged like like you know emotionally or they just want to be doted on like they want like a mother wife yuck uh either way in practice they're a bunch of greasy incels that want to jerk off and come uh, so I believe that the uh, the uh, the girlfriend has to be compatible with a wide variety of open source teledildonics uh, applications. So you know whatever you have at home that helps you do the thing while you look at the stuff, like it's she's she's there for you. your waifu. Whatever weird thing you've cobbled together, you know they've got it. <laughs> it, it works. It just works. <laughs> My perfect AI wife would just turn the internet off for you and make you go outside. <laughs> That's my answer. The, 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 AI wife, the, the AIQ wife gives you like an hour of pilling and then tells you you have to go touch grass before you can be with her again. Ooh, and- yeah. See, that's the, exactly mommy <laughs> wife. Yeah. Tell me. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Give me a curfew, mommy wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be so great having these just weird creeps hanging around in, out in the real world, and you're like, "Hey, hey, Bob, I haven't seen you out for a while." He's like, "Oh yeah, my girlfriend kicked me out of the house. I gotta, I gotta be outside for a while." He's like, "Oh, you got a girlfriend?" He's like, "Yeah." And you're like, "What's you like? like?" Well, we're not gonna talk about that. But <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, sounds terrifying. Um, shouldn't have opened that can of worms. My bad, Bob. I'm walking away from you now." The hope is they meet real Actually, people. Actually, no. Let me tell. Let me tell you about how her cobbled together pocket pussy works. It runs on Unix, you see. And like, I coded it myself. It's pretty good. No, hey, uh, you know what? That seems pretty sweet. But I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? My wife is calling. My real wife. <laughs> oh man. So, oh, but I, I, I mean, that's. These people are already living in an altered reality, so I think creating like AI uh, friends for them is really not – it's not a bridge too far is basically what's going on here because I, I – right before we started recording, I was having an argument with a guy about adrenochrome, and he was talking to me about how adrenochrome can transfer spirit or chi or emotions into you, and that's why they have to get babies because they have pure emotions. Well, look, I've, or, never, I've never seen that movie Her. But based on what I know about her, it seems like that's sort of like a cool thing that a Q incel guy might want, you know, like. Yeah, if, if they, date Scarlett Johansson. If there's like a sweet AI out there that prevents some sensitive loser from like deciding to take his aggression out of the world with a gun, which you could just easily and legally obtain like in any number of ways in our country, then let there be sensitive loser AI chat robots, you know, Hatsune Muku can help save the world, maybe. 
And on top of being an incredible pop idol, Hatsune Miku is going to save the world. I'm calling it. Honestly, the AI needs to get a little better, though, because I interacted with my first AI job application process this week, where it was like, you know how you normally have to answer a bunch of questions when you apply for a job? This was just done through an AI bot, and the j- position was for Night Stalker. Night Stalker. And I, it was like, what position are you applying for? And it's like, Night Stalker. That's what it fucking says in the thing. And, like, she was like, oh, I'm not interested in you. Like, it gave me, like, a, a, a response as if I was, like, being creepy. And it's like, oh, I'm not interested in that you. Do you have another question? Like, dog, I'm trying to apply for a position that is written Night Stalker. And this isn't even spelled the same way. Um, yeah. So I couldn't apply for that job because the AI wouldn't recognize it. Because so the, the, because the AI thought that you were going to try to murder a bunch of women. Yeah, like, and, and it was going to be the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yes, I'm here for the Night Stalker position. <laughs> it says here Night Stalker. It's like night stalking, you know, like a stalking position, like to like he's yeah, on yeah. The shelf. You, you have like female co I'm not like stalking stalk a woman, him, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. You're at like yeah. you're at like a place and you follow your coworker around. And, like, I bought like yeah. sent me to the put my name on the FBI list or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this, but you now have to go to all your neighbors and tell them that you're you're on the registry. <laughs> you're on the registry now. By yeah. That conversation. I mean, don't give me, it'd be even worse if you were already in that position and you were filling out one of those AI things that was asking you for your previous employment. You need to really be on a list. I am a night stalker. <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us to our uh, final question, which is, what are you looking forward to besides being blacklisted by AI for being allowed to enter the job market in America? Uh, actually, I, I actually have a secret question that was addressed to me. I think it was oh. Pancake Peasant uh, via Twitter. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be answered on the show, but I'd rather answer it there than on Twitter because, it, again, as soon as the Twitter logo changes on my phone, that's a wrap for that app. I, mean, I, yep. I signed up for Twitter, not for X. That sounds like a weird... Yeah, I'm not interested in whatever that is. Uh, anyway, but they, they asked me uh, what I thought of uh, Simu Liu's acting chops. Uh, so back to Barbenheimer for the third time this week. You thought we were done? Hell no. The third barrel of Barbenheimer. And maybe a fourth one down the line if I feel like it. Uh, Simu Liu's acting chops. I I think he's a perfectly charming guy. I will say that the best part about him is that it's nice to see the machine in Hollywood that will give some attractive dude an unlimited amount of chances, whether or not they necessarily deserve it, is working for somebody who's not white for once. <laughs> I don't think Simulu's a bad actor, but I mean, I just, I, I've never seen him in anything where I'm just like, wow, Simulu and only Simulu could be doing this. <laughs> Um, and you know, I don't think that's necessarily his fault. Like I haven't seen a ton of Kim's convenience. Uh, the, the stuff I saw it, like he was perfectly fine in that role. Like I feel the way about it that I felt about Ryan Reynolds for every role until he found Deadpool where it was just like, yeah, sure. He's like fine in this role, but this role just calls for like charming, handsome guy. And it's just like, okay, Hollywood is unsurprisingly filled with a bunch of charming, handsome guys. And I feel like, Unfortunately for him and Barbie, he has to be in the same movie as Ryan Gosling and frequently in the same scenes as Ryan Gosling. And across the board, everybody agrees that Ryan Gosling eats every scene in that movie for lunch. Like, he just, like, every scene that he's in, he owns that shit. Uh, like, except for the scenes where he's with Margot Robbie, who's also really bringing it, and they're doing great. Like, they're at, like, the same level of greatness together. But, like, Ryan Gosling's performance in Kid of that movie is incredible. And he is, again, just a like, charming, handsome guy. 
So it's like he's not even the best one of those in this particular movie. And I'm not sure if he really strikes me as like a big ticket movie star. I hope I'm wrong. I, I do like him. He's a charming guy. I'd love to see the role where I'm just like, holy shit. I, oh, my God. Like, uh, because I want to see that role for every actor. Sometimes yeah. it felt like, you know, I, I don't feel the same way about Margot Robbie because she's already she's giving me that performance like six times or whatever. Performances where I'm just like, Margot Robbie was perfect for this. Barbie, Harley Quinn, Tanya, all that stuff. It's just like, oh, Margot Robbie is just the perfect casting for all these roles. Um, so I think that Simu Liu is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so right. uh yep so um He's after okay the, yeah after the secret question we will return to what are you guys looking forward to uh disney Lorcana. it's coming out the full set spoiler just came out i'm a big card game fan uh i haven't really engaged in in one like super heavily in a while i dipped my toes into some one piece because it was current and uh, after moving to a new location, I have like a, a local gaming store that has like a pretty good uh, crowd there. Anyway, I'm just excited for a new stupid card game to play with my buddies. Oh yeah, I also am interested in Lorcana, so like that'll definitely be part of like my positivity at, after we find out whatever. What it, 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 is is it going to be be under 110 degrees anytime soon, Haley? Are you looking forward to maybe not melting under the sun? Uh, it was 119 yesterday. <laughs> um, and we've basically so this month we is uh been the average heat is over 100 degrees. So like even at night, it's pretty fucking hot. Um, <laughs> it sucks. That's why my thing I'm looking forward to is that I'm going to the beach. I'm going to California for a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to be here next week. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, as the new permanent host, I'm already yeah. being bad. Wow. Already Classic me. I'm like, Classic oh, new job. Sarge. I need a break. <laughs> yep. yep. Classic um. Sarge. Same Sarge as it ever was, I guess. <laughs> I normally don't do this. I haven't been to the beach in over 10 years. And uh, yeah. Also, I, I hope to see some of the strikes while I'm in California. You know, a lot of that's going on. So I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe you can run in some famous people on the picket line. Vacation. You know, going to go film yeah. some stuff maybe. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's if, my. If you see them, tell them the the Adventures at Hellworld podcast is telling them to get the fuck back to work. <laughs> uh, that's not the official stance of this. Uh, the official stance of this podcast is that uh, you, 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 Bob Iger, and all you fucks need to pay your writers and your workers and eat my ass. Not actually, just like in the offensive way. No, that's a hilarious joke. We discussed it before the podcast, and the official stance is that the writers need to get the fuck back to work, and the actors need to stop crying. No, is it like how much? Of, how much of Robert Downey Jr. making for the Iron Man flicks? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, but the average pay of the people oh, who yeah. actually make it is yeah. not very high. Oh yeah, honestly, Whatever. they make shit money. Oh yeah. Yeah, enjoy being replaced by a robot for complaining. It will definitely probably. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that um, like, uh, like five years ago we had memes on the internet about McDonald's employees like fighting for pay, and these assholes would be like fifteen dollars an hour, meet your replacement, and it was like a key an ordering kiosk, and now we're doing that to the. But that would the excuse back then was oh these are low skilled employees anyone can do this shit blah 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 it's a right to take away their jobs. And now we're looking at Hollywood, like the 
even the biggest stars in the world were just like, oh, we're going to take away your jobs too with technology. So fuck you. It's just like, my God. Like, um, I, 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 lo- I love the, the, the bootlickers that really are just like fucking, they're just like, what a big deal. They're not doing anything useful anyway, just writing and acting and fucking funny pictures or whatever. So dumb. Just creating all the entertainment that you love to consume constantly and form yeah. your whole identity around. And complain when it's not available <laughs> or when it's bad. You're just like, yeah. well, first of all, I had to go see one of those Marvel movies, and first to complain when the CGI doesn't look good. And it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go strikers. Yeah. Yes. Strike. Uh, Everybody else should strike. Everybody strike. Yeah. One big yes. strike. Oh, uh, yeah. General labor strike. Let's do this. Uh, I am looking forward. Uh, tonight, uh, the uh, United States women's national team is playing their second uh, World Cup group stage match against the Netherlands. So I get to watch some ladies soccer this evening, which is exciting. I get to watch all the right wingers and QAnon people who claim they love America, bitterly rooting for the American representatives to lose because they just hate they hate them. I just that's like the funniest thing to me is that you're like, oh, the flag, USA. Ah, and then here is your team, your literal champions in an international competition battling for your flag. You're like, ah, fuck them. I hate them. They make me angry and ah. It's like, well, then you, I thought, I thought this was love it or leave it. I thought this was respect the flag. I, I thought you had rules that I had to abide by, but now you don't have to abide by them. You don't have to support the people waving the stars and stripes as they enter into battle on the global stage. Okay. Sounds fair. Great. Whatever you want, buddy. Well, like, soccer. Yeah, woke soccer. Boo, woke soccer. <laughs> it's woke soccer because women are playing it. Ooh, icky. Like, I actually saw someone talking about, like, uh, Awakened Outlaw or some shithead had a thing. It was like a Gateway part, a Pundit article about how, like, the, the world, Women's World Cup wasn't doing great in Australia, when it actually is. But uh, he was like, you made your bed, woke sports. And it's like, oh, I thought you guys cared deeply about women's sports. I thought the idea of trans women playing in sports with cis women was some sort of abomination because women's sports was sacrosanct to you. It was this most important thing in the world. But now that a bunch of cis women are playing soccer against each other, boo, woke, boo. boo. Yeah, especially because the women's team is good and the men's team sucks butt. Yes, <laughs> they're just a butt sucking bunch of butt suckers. The women's yeah. team is like, you know, they're going for the unprecedented three peat or whatever. Like, yes, uh, yeah, turns out women's, are... women's soccer is fucking rad as hell. They play hard, <laughs> they don't flop, and they're very good. Yeah, the American women are actually good at it, whereas American men, not so much. We are not great. So yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the women's World Cup. Uh, we have, an, I have another episode of Justified that I haven't watched yet, so I get to enjoy that. And uh, beyond that, just uh, just living my best life in this in a muggier, less hot, but way more humid uh, abyss of hell that is we are currently living. But uh, don't you dare suggest that climate change or anything like that is happening. You you lying liberals with your fake science. And, and also, don't you dare suggest that Mike Rance played DC Dual Force. So look, look at that long list <laughs> of things to do that isn't played DC Dual Force. But. <laughs> I'll grill him about that off off the air because it's interesting to no one except for me. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go ahead and take our, our leave of uh, Hell World for the week. And I feel like this week we should just pile into the old uh, Tesla uh, super truck of the future with its bad seams and its paneling that doesn't line up right and it's barely functioning. And it's bulletproof glass that is not even human proof. And we're going to drive out into the sunset for the week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And supporting the show. If you want to continue supporting the show, you can do so for free 
by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you have money and you want to give it to us, we will take it. You can visit us at patreon.com slash poker politics and tip your dealers. Anybody who donates $5 or more per month gets access to our slate of bonus content, past, present, and future. Uh, that's over 50 hours worth of stuff at this point, including a new series where Mike Rains discusses uh, 9-11 stuff with special guest host. Uh, so go ahead and check that stuff out. Thank you to all of our beautiful babies who are already writhing sassily in their crib. If you have money, you don't want to give it to us because I might call you a beautiful baby and I might accuse you of writhing. Uh, you can go ahead and do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And they probably won't talk about baby writhing. Thank you, as always, for the use of our intro for our friend DJ Minimal Effort, who probably doesn't listen to the show and still has no social media because uh, Zen, I'm going to call Minimal Effort. They are Zen. Uh, the rest of us dicks are uh, still on social media, at least for the time being. And we always start by shouting out our buddy Frosty, who you can find on Twitter or X, as it will soon be called before I leave it. Uh, and you can X them at FrostyVO. Uh, the show you're listening to at this moment, you can be found on X at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. I'm on X at Hellworld L spelled the same way. Uh, new permanent host that's always been here totally. Uh, Haley can be found on X at AZ underscore RWW. Uh, yeah. I believe. Did I get that right? Yeah, just find Arizona Right Watch. Just find me anywhere. I'm usually on things now. Yeah. She she always likes to bubble that. She's like, yeah, well, just, just certify how you want to find me. It's, just like, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Mike Raids, ooh, triple X on uh, the X at, of course, Poker Politics. <laughs> so for another successful episode of the Adventures of the Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by the enigmatic Haley, and of course, our expert in all things QAnon, Mr. Mike Raids, aka Poker Politics. Good speed, patriots! <laughs> <laughs>